Greetings, everybody. Welcome once again to the Rec Poker Podcast, sponsored, as always, by Running Aces Racetrack Casino and Hotel, and, of course, website AMP. In this chats edition of the podcast, we're going to hang out with Star Valdez, uh, yet another one of our first-time guests. We've had, like, almost 250 episodes, and we're still finding new cool people to hang out with, so uh, excited to chat with her. Uh, but let's first introduce our panel. Uh, my name is Steve Fredland. I go by Rec Poker Steve in the Poker Stars home game. And, you know, I'm thinking about rec poker and the community that we're building, and it reminded me of what Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. And I am uh, Chris Jones. I'm 5x5 five five on the Poker Stars home game and on Twitter. And um, I'm really, really excited for our uh, Heads Up uh, tournament coming up for, in March. So looking forward to that. I'm Jim Reed, Bluffsterini in the home game and at Hold'em underscore Steelers on Twitter. And I'm just here to say that if you're listening today, you're on the right side of the grass. So you're doing something right. Have a good day. Hmm. And I'm John Somsky, Poker Geek MN everywhere. And I have a quote by the late, great Lou Krieger. Poker is a microcosm of all we admire and disdain about capitalism and democracy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> go ahead rob I, I can't follow that i'm rob washam i'm Radman 50 everywhere and uh I'm, right now i'm in laughlin and i'm not playing poker yeah i don't know if that's allowed or not but well thank you guys great panel we got a few folks few members that have joined us as well on there uh we'll, we'll talk talk about more of this stuff later but just real quick the free jatin training the rec poker exclusive training with farid is underway uh you can still jump in if you want uh, and Chris sort of teased it. We'll talk more about this too, but heads up bracket, baby. Eight of us, the Marek madness. Uh, it's going to be pretty crazy. We'll talk more about that later. But but with that, let's bring her in. Uh, Star Valdez, welcome to Rec Poker Star. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so super excited to be here with you guys finally. <laughs> and, and for those of you who are on video watching this, we also have Marty with us as well. This is Marty. Marty the dog has joined us as well. He's the star. I'm just, I'm just entertaining him right now. <laughs> so you are Marty, and, and forgive us. We don't mean to be breaking up you guys' makeout session, you and Marty. But we'll we'll try to power on through the interview. But star, star, where are you actually located? Where are you calling us in from? I'm actually in Biloxi, Mississippi. Okay, nice. Are you are you from Mississippi originally, or did you find your way there somehow? I'm not. I like randomly stumbled here for a tournament and fell in love. So I came for the Gulf Coast um, Championship Series in 2018. And then I came back like a month early just to be here. And I haven't left yet. What was it? What was it about Biloxi? What was it about the, the area that, that kept you there? the ocean you guys can't see it right now i was hoping we had a uh, daytime views but um i have a view to the gulf coast which is amazing because one of my dreams was to play and see the water or write a book and see the water so i am living the dream in Biloxi, and it's like one of the best kept secrets because this place is amazing it's almost like a, a baby vegas it's got the casinos like all lined up and the Beau Rivage is one of my favorite casinos to play at. Have you guys been to the Beau Rivage? Not me. No, you need to get here. And, we need and to, are you going to host us? I'm hosting. We're, oh, we're having a party. 
you know, let, let's do that. We're, we're going to start these rec poker road trips as soon as we can. We're going to hang out with Farid in Columbia. We're going to go crash. Uh, whose place we're going to crash in Vegas? I forget who said we could come out there anytime. Uh, you know, we'll go down to Mississippi. We'll hang out with Star. So we're, we got this thing figured out. Yes. Only if I'm invited to the heads up game that you guys were talking about. For Ooh, we'll, we'll make that work. We will start another one. We have the bracket set already for this one, but next time. If it means a trip to Mississippi, maybe, yeah, maybe the losers, the losers in the, the heads up match have to host us. <laughs> that's, that's their punishment. <laughs> Are you assuming I'm going to this? No, no. There has to be some incentive, right? <laughs> so tell me, tell me a little bit about now. Now a lot of Rec Poker Nation might not know your story. So I think part of this is let's, let's get to know who Star Valdez is. So uh, one of the things I know that you're involved with is the APAT poker tour. Right. So yeah. talk a little bit about what that is and, and what your role is there. I actually just recently um, signed on with APAT and then we unfortunately had the COVID hit. Mm -hmm. So I haven't been able to do much work with them yet, but I'm super excited to start. And they basically focus on bringing amateurs into the game. Um, just kind of like you guys, and they run some tournament series and they were they were prominently based in Europe and now they're trying to um, make the switch to the U.S. And that's where I come in along with um, Tyler Knowles, I believe, is also going to be doing that. So we're just kind of going to be the ambassadors and try to get a lot of the amateur players in. And they have affordable tournaments to get these players hooked into the game so we can have some more fish. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you come to the right place. Uh, <laughs> no, that, that's what I was super intrigued when I was reading about some of your stuff. I'm like, well, that sounds like right up our alley. Like, this idea of having it. So it's a poker tour, but geared toward amateurs, but I assume anybody can play. Is it just that the buy-ins are lower? That's what makes it more accessible or what sort of distinguishes that from say some sort of a mid-major tournament? Um, yeah, the buy-ins are going to be super affordable. And then just we um, market a lot to try to get the newbies in, you know, you're going to have an amateur crowd usually. And that's, that's probably a little more inviting than a new player going into like, say a higher buyer tournament and they're intimidated or they don't have the funds to pay that high. So it really, really focuses on bringing in newbies into the game and making them feel comfortable to play and such. Well, you can, you can make your, your quote unquote bosses feel really good by telling them you connect with rec poker. We'll do some work together. We'll get a bunch of people there. We'll do a rec poker, rec poker road trip. We'll go crush the casino. The numbers will be great. You'll look like a genius for being the ambassador and we're going to have a blast with all of our rec poker folks. So we got this thing figured out. So we, we can talk offline more about that, but no, that sounds super exciting because I think, you know, obviously any recreational player can play any tournament, but something geared toward the recreational player, I think is, is a pretty compelling piece. Absolutely. I love what they're doing and I just cannot wait to get started. It's going to be amazing. And, and I'm in with the rec poker. Let's do it. Cause I love right. to, the genius <laughs> right you're a genius you can you came on the right podcast you're you're here you got rec poker nation supporting everything you do say one of the other things that i saw that you're involved with and i was really curious about this and i forgive me for not knowing about this until uh, i looked at your stuff was something called let's see what, what was it called the flop house the flop house poker club which has the tagline the hottest poker radio club in town and i'm yeah. thinking what's a poker radio club i don't know what that is so maybe Share, share a little bit about that. Well, the owner basically named it the Poker Radio Club. Um, it's more like a podcast 
It's kind of what you guys do. However, it's not video yet. Um, and then we interview some awesome players. We've had some really cool people. Jennifer Harmon just recently came on. Um, we have Antonio Espaniari potentially rescheduling. We kind of blew that one with we couldn't get the correct setup when he uh. was on so that was like a super bummer um but yeah we've had a lot of amazing players come on and just talk about their journeys and players can ask them they have a chat room kind of like you guys and players can ask them like whatever questions they may have and jennifer Harmon by far has the best stories <laughs> is that right amazing. you guys need to get jennifer Harmon on your show yeah, well, if you got the connection, you know we're we're always looking for new folks, so that'd be great. Yeah, put the good, put the good word in. Let's do that. We'd love that. I can definitely ask her. She said, if you have any questions or need any help with anything, I will help you. I said, okay, I'm going to use that. There you go, beautiful. So, so it's it's called a poker club, but is it, it's more like a podcast thing, or is there actually playing that's involved with it? Well, they actually do some like a tournament series. They call it an Am Pro series. And I actually just took third in the championship. You have to play for 17 weeks. And um, you play for 17 weeks, you have to win one. I won one and took second in two, I believe. Nice. But that gets you qualified. And then um, it has the amateurs and some pros that come in, and you basically just get the bragging rights. Marty. <laughs> <laughs> He's not having fun. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I took third, and it was awesome. They do just, like, poker series. I personally don't play a lot just because I'm playing other stuff, and I, I took a lot of time off to write my book. Um, but, yeah, they do amazing stuff. So it's also a really good thing to kind of incorporate newbies because it's like a free poker league, and you get to play. You can play with pros. There's amateurs, and, you know, you don't have to risk anything when you get into the game. So I believe that that also incorporates a lot of amateurs into the game. Mm -hmm. and have fun. And, and it really helps people that, you know, they just want to play in COVID and maybe they don't have the, the funds. So, yeah, it sounds like a lot like we're doing. We're doing the same thing. We do like 10 tournaments a week online free. You know, we're getting like 70 to 90 people. So those of you who are out there in Rec Poker Nation, get signed up and play this thing. John Somsky organizes all of that. He's on the call here. And maybe we should learn more about what Star does. And maybe we could add another series, John. We could add some more tournaments into this thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We have lots of hours of, in the day that are available there. Yeah, sort of. To be, to be fair, to be fair, there are several hours during the day where there are no home games running at all. That's is true. that correct? Like, like, like some hours out of each and every day, you're actually not running a home game at the moment. Like, so there, there's is, a void. That is there true. are voids. There are voids. So start, start, okay. sort of a running joke that we have that, you know, John keeps adding more and more tournaments because more, more people want more games. So uh, we'll, we'll get John figuring out the next series that, that Stark can <laughs> about. But talk a little bit about the book. So I know that uh, you, like you said, you were kind of writing the book there. What's the status? What's the story? What's going on there? Um, so my entire life, I always wanted to find a way to alleviate stress um, for humanity. I'm a humanitarian at heart, and I'm also an empath. So I feel other people's pain kind of yeah. as you would feel it. I feel it that strong. Yeah. So I said, when there is a will, there is a way. I'm going to find a way to find the formula to ultimate peace. 
So unfortunately, you got to be careful what you ask for, because I think in order to find this formula, I ended up going through a lot of tragedy and a lot of loss. And, you know, I had to learn how to recover from it. And I had to learn how to find that ultimate peace and happiness again. And everything that I went through, you know, helps me to come from rock bottom and find the way. And I did a lot of study work, a lot of spiritual. I followed a lot of, you know, spiritual leaders and their help. And um, I came up with the formula and I'm living it. And I just want to share it with everybody because it's so amazing just to be at complete peace and not be fearful of anything. And it is God-based. So if you don't like He's trying to steal the camera. Do you see this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it is God-based. So if you love God and you want to be ultimately happy, and then I have a formula to create the life of your dreams, and I write it as the events unfold. So there's some surprises, and there's a love story, and I'm really happy with it. I've gotten a lot of good feedback. And so what's the name? What's the name of the book? It's called Doorstep to Heaven. Okay. All right. And it's partially your own story, partially just sort of the, the investigation that you did and how to get there and help other people get to the same place that you're at. Yeah. And I'm also a vessel to God. So I wrote his ultimate truth, which is love. So basically try to act in love in everything that you do. And there's nothing that he won't give you. And he promises that. So I just want to get the message out that God loves us no matter what. And we all make mistakes and it's got some poker stories in it too. And, and the sequel will have more because I just did nice. pretty good well, in the series. So I'm going to add it. <laughs> a lot of things happening down in Mississippi. So that no, like... I love it here. It's <laughs> 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 the best kept secret. I love well, it. So. Well, good luck with the book. That, that's super exciting. Congratulations on that. And I know, you know, writing a book is no easy task. We've got uh, Chris Jones, who works in, in literature and has written a book, and he, he, he knows it's no easy task. So congratulations on that. Let's, let's talk a little bit about your, your poker journey. So how did you get into poker to start with, and what did that look like growing up? I was actually super young. My dad used to have home games when I was like nine. And he could not keep me off the table. I was like, I have to learn this game. It looks like so much fun because they're just having a blast. And it's a card game. So, of course, I wanted to play. He got tired of saying no. So uh, one day I got on his lap and I played all of his hands and I won. <laughs> and um, I never stopped since. When I was 21 and I was legal, I went to Sandia Casino and I won my very first tournament. That was all luck. I, I didn't really know play then. <laughs> and um, I decided to move to Vegas in 2009 or 10, I believe. And I started doing um, cocktailing and playing because I wanted to kind of work into being able to be a professional and just play. So I did that for about four years and then I decided to become a pro. And I think it's been about two and a half years now and I am playing professionally and loving it. And um, I would recommend it to anybody who's willing to put in a lot of work because it's not easy. Yeah. So are you primarily a cash player then or cash and tournaments? What's your specialty? I, I do cash and tournaments. Okay. And are you, are you doing a lot of online now with COVID or 
were you doing a lot of online before? What sort of like, if, if we didn't have COVID, uh, what would be sort of your mix of, of live and online? If we didn't have COVID, I would play more live than online. And I'd just do like a lot of traveling and go to Vegas and Florida and all sorts of other places. Um, so now with COVID, I play a lot more online and I only play really on ACR, uh, sometimes bet online, but I haven't won a flip in 44 hands. So I think I'm done with that site. Well, that'll be, and- that'll be perfect. You'll fit right in here because literally nobody, <laughs> nobody associated with rec poker has ever won a flip. Never. And never? they've never won with ace king, George, and their pocket aces have never held. So you are in good company. <laughs> it's it's amazing. It's amazing. It's Some really, would say it's we're really due. Crazy. Yeah. Some would say we're due. <laughs> so you guys would understand some run bad. <laughs> well, sure. Well, yeah, we, we all do because none of us, we absolutely, literally, all of the thousands of listeners, everybody, everybody listening to this show runs below average variance. It's unbelievable how, how that's going <laughs> tongue well, in cheek. Yes. Maybe me coming in will like help us all like mesh the words and then go to the great. <laughs> <laughs> I like our odds. I it's like just, our odds. Yeah, people, people don't email me and talk about their run good. They just don't happen. Yeah. <laughs> they email me and they tell me all about how amazing they played over the last few weeks. And then they email me and they tell me how bad they're running the last couple of weeks. So it's it's, a, it's it's one or the other kind of thing. So all right. So so what's kind of coming up? What's what's you know you got the you got the Mississippi stuff. You're playing online. You're promoting the book. You know you're doing a few different things. What else do you have coming up? Anything that we should be paying attention to? Well, I'm about to hit the road to hit Houston. There's a series out there at Prime Social, which I'm like extremely excited for because. I haven't been there and it looks amazing. And apparently there's a club in there, which I don't drink, but I love to dance. So I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, actually due in Austin on the 21st for my book signing and the official book launch. I did my book launch online through Amazon. Um, so I'm going to do the official book launch um, at the Lodge Poker Room. Uh, they are amazing and they offered to do that and i'm also gonna have a birthday party on there <laughs> at the lodge so you guys are all invited come on here we down. go man we're invited to a lot of stuff you guys this is fantastic yep. so well so so panelists and, and the people that are in the chat feel free to send in some questions or whatever we got a few minutes left but but one thing i did want to ask is is now that you're you're playing professionally and obviously you're still doing a number of different things you're doing the ambassadorship and you're writing and some of those things but as a pro you know and obviously you're you're moving up in stakes i assume that kind of thing how are you actually improving your game like what what's the technique you're using are you are you just are you reading are you getting coaching are you doing study groups are you having hand histories with friends or what's what sort of by what process do you actually improve your game i actually started doing all of that stuff um I'm fortunate enough to have some amazing players as friends that started doing some hand histories with me. Um, that got me kind of thinking into like a bigger headspace as far as the game goes. And then I also like to study through upswing poker and um, some different books like Razor's Edge was one of my favorites. And I did a Ben C's online class um, and that's called Razor Edge, I believe as well. Yep. Hmm. And uh, then I also like to just be as creative as possible. So 
I play as much as possible because I truly feel that playing will get you to the top of the caliber, just the hands, um, the hours putting in, because when you get through certain situations all the time, you're like, okay, he has this. Yeah. So I've a, a really good knack at getting some hands face up, which is like my specialty. And I actually started coaching on that. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think that my main thing is that I like to take super creative lines where players would say, there's no way she has this hand in this spot against like the DTO players that are like, there's no way this hand is played like that. So I try to work on creative lines every time I play and just come up with like new concepts and everything else, because I play the sport because I like creativity. So the only reason I do study GTO and stuff like that is to kind of play against that. But yeah, I just, I, I recommend that to the newer players is be creative because I think it's easier to read people who are, kind of pinned on one type of strategy as opposed to being able to create your own lines and do things that are out of the norm. So I want to know if I have permission. So like when, when I play a hand really poorly, right? If I take a really bad line, I play it really poorly and I get berated for that. Can I just have your permission to say I was just taking a creative line? Can I just yeah. use that? As a, all right, that's, that's, that's what I need to know. We, we do have a question from, from Kim. She asks, uh, do you think that being a female in poker today is an advantage? I think it can be an advantage in certain situations and then it could be a disadvantage in certain situations. So if I've noticed in certain parts of the country, there's more players that are less likely to fold to you. I don't know what it is. I, I really don't know how to explain the mentality, but that kind of takes your bluff edge away and your position play and stuff. So if you're running card dead, it's, it's real hard to position play and get people to fold to you. So that's a little bit hard. But when you're running amazing and nobody's folding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just value betting like crazy. Yeah, you're just printing equity there. But um, yeah, so it just depends. And um, I think as a woman in certain spots, like I've had people fold in like a satellite to me in the small blind when I only had like two and a half blinds. Hmm. <laughs> but I'm also friendly. So, I mean, right. I think it's, it's got its pros and its cons for okay. sure. Well, any other questions from uh, the folks? Uh, Kim says same. She's, she's had the same sort of experience. I know she's plays quite a bit as well. So that, that is interesting for sure. Uh, Rob, John, Jim, Chris, any questions from you guys or Jacob, Jim, Kim, Stewie, you guys, any questions? All right. Well, we can we can uh, we can wrap it up there. I guess the, the question is sort of what should we be watching for, and how do people connect with you if they're like, hey man, I kind of like this star. I kind of like her vibe. I like like to find out her book, or I'd like to go dancing and not drinking, or whatever whatever it is uh, that people maybe resonated with. Uh, how could they reach out to you, or how do they connect with you on social media? Uh, star Valdez on Facebook. So two R's and then Valdez and. Um, Instagram, I have to become more lively on Instagram, but I do have an Instagram and it's Valdez77, I believe. Okay. And then uh, my book is available on Amazon. And if you'd like to come meet me and get it signed, then February 23rd at the Lodge Poker Room. I would love to meet you guys and help you with any questions that you may have coming into the game. I am more than willing to help anybody in the game to grow and to, to just start 
explain more. And if they're interested in becoming pro, I have no problem. I love taking my time to help grow the game. And I also love making players better because that's how I get better is playing good players. And I, I can players better. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally, totally agree with that assessment. So we'll, we have to connect about the APAT at some point. Uh, once that gets rolling, we'd love to see if there's a way that we can partner with some of those things. Cause that sounds like right up our alley, but guys uh, check it out. Uh, follow her on Facebook, Instagram, maybe even though she's not doing a lot, <laughs> but, but go check her out, connect with her uh, and, and uh, check out the book and all that kind of stuff. But star been a pleasure meeting you, uh, Marty. Nice to meet you, Marty, Marty. Hey, Marty. Yeah, there. Hey, Marty. <laughs> ah. <laughs> nice to meet you, Marty. But but seriously, Star, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. I had so much fun, and I look forward to our bash out here in Biloxi. Oh so yeah, I count on it. Look forward to it. Well, we're gonna hang on here and do some housekeeping stuff. So you can just sign off, Star. But uh, once again, take care and all the best, and we'll be in touch. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> All right. Well, there she goes. Star Valdez, you guys. Uh, nice to meet her. Uh, one of those one of those poker personalities that we haven't had an opportunity to meet. So uh, that was pretty cool to connect with her. Any thoughts, reactions, guys? Chris? Yeah, no, I mean, the, the, that a, I don't know about the APAT poker tour. I guess it's mostly been European, but that sounds cool. Maybe hopefully that's got, um, you know, when COVID ends, maybe we've got a Midwest presence for that. That'd be kind of cool to check it out. Yeah, I heard that she was an ambassador for that. So I started doing research. And the first thing I noticed, they spell organizations wrong, like with an S instead of a Z. Uh, okay, well, there's a clue right there that something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> or you're European. Yeah. You're not wrong. I'm just having fun with it. He gives me the same treatment about all the proper and correct use that we put in all these words, just for the record. <laughs> all the extra use, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of fun that you guys You're are just better. Yeah, adding extra some extra color to your... Yes, exactly. What's just a little hurt? flavor. A little yeah. flavor and color. <laughs> yeah, on my honor. <laughs> honor, yeah. <laughs> well, good stuff, guys. Uh, that was that was fun to meet her and, and connect a little bit and it's just fun to get our get a broad spectrum of who's out there in the poker world yeah. doing their thing. Everybody's doing their I, thing in Mississippi. The other, th I, the other thing that I think is interesting is, yeah, I've, I've heard uh, that the poker scene down in that part, kind of the Gulf Gulf Coast region of the U.S. is pretty, pretty strong. So, you know, be cool to check it out someday. Isn't, isn't yeah. that where Moneymaker's down there somewhere? He was in Alabama. Or, yeah, or is he in Tennessee or is he is he down in... No, yeah, I think I, he's in Tennessee now. I think so. Or, now, I thought when they moved, like COVID, I thought they moved south, like down to the shore. Oh, really? Oh, maybe, maybe. I don't remember. You might be right. You might be right. That would, boy, that, had, to hurt, that had to hurt John. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah you might be Doesn't right. Doesn't happen very often. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> No, but in Biloxi, that was uh, one of Gavin Smith's favorite stops. Oh. Um, a bunch of other people, like Daniel Negrano, hates it. because. Oh, really? <laughs> well, they evidently don't do vegan food very well. Oh, yeah. And I'm guessing for Gavin Smith, the only th requirement was that there be a decent bar. Um, so, and, and no yeah, vegan and food. I, yeah, <laughs> and I've never been there myself, so yeah, I, have I haven't either. Good. But I would imagine that vegan food might be low on the on the I've list. Been, I've been to Biloxi. I didn't play poker there, but I did hit the couple of casinos while we were there. They're all on the ocean, hmm. so yeah. I think the law is that it can't be on solid ground. Uh, so they've got they're on the they're actually on the ocean. 
but of course you just walk right into them, but they're on floating piers or whatever, right. you know, and it's just, it's pretty uh, a, a unique situation. Like she said, they're all lined up there right on the, right on the ocean front. So it's kind of a, it's a cool place. I mean, it's a very cool place. Hmm. And how was the quinoa? The what? <laughs> have you seen, all right, so now we're rambling. Now we're going to sound like every other podcast is going to ramble, but have you seen those progressive commercials where? Yeah, that's, that's pretty great. <laughs> those commercials, I just had Tracy watch all of those where they're teaching their, not to be like your parents. And one of the things is he wrote quinoa on the whiteboard and people are trying to figure out how to say it. And they couldn't say, they couldn't figure it out. It was so funny. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> All right. Well, let's segue into uh, into some of the other stuff. So maybe we'd start home games. Or Jim, do you got something? Uh, should we hear from our friend Jonathan Little before we... We uh, should do that. Yes. He's so friendly and accommodating. We should just let him come in there. He's, I mean, he's, I, he's, he's, very, <laughs> he's very consistent. He's very consistent with how he sounds on the show. Hey, Jonathan, he do you have anything for us this week? Have you ever wondered whether you should call a preflop raise or three bet instead? What do you do when you have a flush draw? Do you raise it or do you just call? What do you do with ace-king when you miss the flop? Are you tired of guessing about what the right play is with your particular hand? Well, my name is Jonathan Little and I am a two-time World Poker Tour champion and creator of PokerCoaching.com where we offer over a thousand interactive hand quizzes where you play a hand and then get real-time feedback from our world-class pros. Don't guess and don't stress. Just register for your free account at pokercoaching.com slash recpoker right now. All right. Good stuff. Good dude. Great friend of the show. Uh, people that I know that have, that have walked through his stuff learn a ton. Mm. Uh, and he's a, he's a great ambassador for the game. So thanks, Jonathan, for being part of uh, Rec Poker Nation. So thanks, Jim, for remembering uh, that Jonathan's part of Rec Poker Nation uh, as well. So thanks for that. But, John, you want to – where were we at? Home games, man. Well, you know, before we get to that, I, I'm just shocked that – Jonathan Little, his timing is always so perfect. He jumps on, but before we have, even have a chance to ask him any questions, he's off again. And, you know, you swear he repeats everything he says in such precision, you'd think it was the recording. Yeah, it's just I know. phenomenal. It's amazing. Well, he's it's just, he's a machine. He's a machine. Yeah. He's like, he's a technician. He's just in and out. He hits his marks like a pro. And then he goes on about his day because his time is valuable and he has things to do. Yeah. Yes. I kind of feel bad that we just had him kind of sitting there waiting and Jim had to remind me that he was sitting there. <laughs> well, I know. I was wondering if you were ever going to get around to him or if you were just going to leave him there. <laughs> he was, on, he was starting to look there. impatient. Yeah. yeah and like, yeah. Uh, you know, when he gets angry, that's, that's a formidable thing. But he's a professional. He's a professional. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, home game stuff. The first exciting piece of news is that we had a record, a record turnout for our Wednesday night uh, champion No Limit Hold'em Championship Series. We had 91 players, mm -hmm. which is a, rec uh, a record for rec poker. And none other than Eric Molina, Rob Brereton, got his very first No Limit Hold'em Series win with that and i think he said now he's gotten a daily and a no limit and a mixed game series so he's got the trifecta going there nice so it's his first one this year right first one of the year 
this is his first No Limit Hold'em series, period. Oh, it ever. is? That's shocking yeah. to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's won lots of other tournaments. He's won okay. several daily. Oh, the monthly, the monthly ones. Yeah, okay. Right, right. The crown jewel of the uh, Rec Poker home game. So the crown oh, right. jewel is the one I'm going to win tonight. That's the crown jewel. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for one of these, Steve. I'm calling my shot, baby. <laughs> yeah, well, I am calling my shot as well. I will not be winning it because... <laughs> I did not qualify to play. <laughs> but I, I think, John, you are so due to win that monthly mix game. Because you haven't won one uh, yet, have you? have you? I know you're always... No, I haven't. <laughs> Rubbing it in. Rubbing it in. He's... Steve just twist the knife. No, you haven't won yeah. one of those yet, have you, John? Just checking. I'm not well, above no, that. Steve, I have not one of them. I'm not above <laughs> that, but I wasn't that time because John's due. I mean, he's such a beast of these mixed games. But, yeah, that's kind of funny. Hey, John, have you won one yet? Uh... No. <laughs> Okay, to continue on here. <laughs> um, so, February 1st, we had Lefty 19. Mike Bocello got his first Daily Series victory of the year. Keck Geek 65 on the 2nd and the 4th. Now, notice those are not quite back-to-back -back because oh. Wednesday was in between. But that's still mm. quite impressive. Fourth, third and 4th victory this year oh yeah. my god it's only now, february i thought we were i thought we said if, if the fo if the people that won were actually joining the podcast in the chat we weren't going to say their names i thought that was kind of the thing jacob's here i don't you know do we need to say his name and talk about how amazing he is and how he's like the player to win to, to beat this year no, no, I don't think we need to mention <laughs> Jacob Kiki at all. Uh. Or the fact that he's won 13 Daily Series tournaments overall and four this year. I don't think any of that needs to be mentioned or discussed <laughs> at all. Thank you for not mentioning that. And I think, you know, I mean, going back, I mean, over the last eight months, right, no no disrespect to, to Doug Grayback, Maker 44, but Kiki's on fire. And these oh, things yeah. are going to get harder and harder to win if we have 80, 90 people in these things too. So what what he's done, I think, is pretty remarkable. I think it's it move, it's moving beyond the positive variance piece to okay, this this kid's something to be reckoned with. So yeah, well, I'm also I'm also not impressed his... enough to bring it up. I'm just not going to mention Jackie <laughs> tonight because it's just that's the way I feel about it. It's a stand I'm taking. I'm drawing a line. Yeah. Well, and the other thing I'm not going to mention is the fact that he's called his shot and said that he his goal was to win at least ten tournaments yeah. this year uh -huh. i believe that was what he what he said and he's almost halfway there <laughs> is, 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 is that what you said because i remember that was like whew, it's gonna be a tougher year this isn't 2020 this is 2021 and the stakes have risen i i thought that was a pretty aggressive but he's on pace for like 25 of them so <laughs> yeah <laughs> way to go buddy yeah, yeah. Okay, so then we have Glassjaw2222 got his first daily series victory of the year, second lifetime. Kambinkley Eric Jin got his Yay. first daily series victory for the year. Nicely done, buddy. And then Elvis76, mm -hmm. Steve Kreps, won the daily mix series practice game. Ah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Every yeah. hey, in the chat, every, in the chat, every time you tell Elvis you, you tell him nice hand, he's gonna say T Y T Y V M. It's genius. All right, then we have uh Uncle Tom's Cabin, Jeff S. Got a his first international daily series victory. Nice. And Monkey System System Keith Brack Brant also got his nice. first 
International Daily Series victory. Way to go, Keith. And Anciano, 1941, hmm. Mark Foster got his first Daily Series victory for the year. Nice. The, this is a, it's a free home game. Let's get, <laughs> let's get these crushers out of here. <laughs> yeah, like, that's like, right. I know Jeff just won that one, too. He, I know him from running aces. Very solid player. He started playing recently. Like we're attracting crushers. We're not attracting fish. Like we're all, I mean, but I'm learning the game so well by playing with these people. So it's, it's impressive, man. It's impressive. Yeah. Well, Jacob we, says 20 is the number that he's, he shoot, he's shooting his shot for 20. So he has to come in a little under two a month. That's his goal. 20? 20, 20 is the goal for Jacob in 2021. The clock starts a little over a month ago. Keep playing those international series yeah. and those practice mixed games. <laughs> you only get 20 people. <laughs> That'll be impressive. Uh, tw- 20, yeah. 20 victories. That's... I know. Well, technically, he, I mean, given that it's only the 8th of February right now, um, and he's gotten four down for the year, mm. he, his rate is, you know, right now it looks like more like 26, 27 that he Oh, my get. God. All so right. All right. He, ha- he has some breathing room. He can Versus relax a-, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That should be, yeah, an aside, but I think, you know, Chris brought up the, maybe we could talk about the the heads-up tournaments, you know, sort of the home game thing too, but uh, maybe that'll be sort of a, an incentive at some point down the road to get people into that, into the bracket if we do this again as wins oh, or results or something. It'd be kind of fun to, to, to put together a bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Results. Chris, the only problem is if, if we actually talk about people getting able to play that based upon merit, yeah, I, I'm afraid I won't be invited back. <laughs> no, no, we still need the core team one. We still need that. One. Okay. No, what we do, what we do. So, like, I think we have the like the community bracket side and the core team bracket oh. side, and then the winner. Oh, I kind of like nice. that. Yep. Yeah, like like you get a shot one. to get to that point then. <laughs> with, with you schmucks. <laughs> That's no, right. We don't have to earn our spots. So yeah, it's not uh, merit based on our end. <laughs> I'm only making it to the championship if I get three buys in a row. That's the only way. To do it. <laughs> so so t- talk about that. I don't know. Either, either one of you, whoever wants to, but like the, what is this heads up thing? I'm unfortunately, you know, this first go around is not for the open community, but what, what do we have going on here? Yeah, we're testing it out. Uh, you know, Taylor announced it on his uh, Twitch stream, but also, you know, we're going to kind of talk about it here as well. I mean, I, we kind of teased it at the beginning of the year, but um, we're basically doing, uh, we're kind of testing out the platform to see how this works. But we're doing uh, an eight-person bracket tournament ba- based on, on the core team. We're kind of, we're not really seeding people. But we're creating matchups that'll become a tournament um, and we're going to uh, live stream the games with commentary in March. So we'll have every round matchup with cards up. If, if everything goes correctly, we'll be able to show everybody's cards up um, and be able to sort of talk about some of the heads up play, some of the heads up decisions. Um, I, I think it'll be great. I think it's, it's going to be really a lot of fun. Yeah, I think we've got the editing figured out so that you know each person records their own thing privately, but then we combine those two files so that who's ever commentating sees the cards heads up or, or face up for both players. So should be pretty epic. Yeah. Yeah. And we're calling and we it have, Marek Madness. Yeah, Marek Madness. So I think that's going to re- take a place during our Thursday, typical Thursday streaming slots. 
So uh, look for those coming in Thursdays in, in March. On the Twitch channel? On the Twitch channel, yep. Yep, so twitch.tv slash poker, which is phenomenal. It's Card Player Lifestyle's channel. They let us use that, and we crash it on Thursday nights. And so that's where you're going to get to see the these heads-up matches with the commentary taking place. So uh, it'll be pretty pretty fun for sure. Anything else, John, in the home games? or? I don't think so. I think that's it for this week. Okay. What, hey, what's the um, – so I know uh, this Wednesday, which we're recording before that, it'll be over before – it's the deuce to seven. What's the next mixed game for February? Uh, I for believe March? it's PLO. I'm sorry? PLO. PLO. Straight up PLO? Parliament Omaha. Yep. Straight up. All right, baby. Not any weird sort of variant that, you know – Deuce yeah, for you, seven, there is. Quadruple drop. <laughs> yeah. For you, it's, your aces don't play. Right. Yeah. You just, you just have to throw those away. So if you that'll help aces, you. You have no hand. Steve, that'll help you figure out if they're high or low or not. You just don't play them in this round. I know. Deuce to seven. Now, thank God you have these practice things because deuce to seven, it took me two or three tournaments before I kept thinking that not, you know, six, four, three, two, ace was the nuts. I'm like, I know it's called <laughs> deuce to seven. I know what it's called. But I just couldn't help but thinking the ace had to be really good here. Uh, so, yeah, I made one call with ace. I, it was not a good call. Stu, uh, Stu in our chat here says that he loves PLO. So, yeah. Stu, uh, every Saturday leading up to that uh, second Wednesday of the month. So, from now till then, every Saturday you can go and there'll be a mixed game variant uh, practice game on Saturdays at 9. It happens at the same time as the Saturday night uh, Hold'em game. So you can play them both if you'll want to get confused, but uh, get in there and wreck, wreck the, uh, wreck the practice uh, game and get yourself so, uh, so nine o'clock Eastern because Jim has the wrong time zone. Cause he's oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So Sorry. we're central, no, we're central Jim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nine Eastern, eight central, six Pacific, uh, whatever. Yeah. And that goes. Saturday game always <laughs> matches what the following Wednesday championship game will be. So we're going to have uh, four shots at playing PLO so you can get practice. <laughs> and uh, this, well, by the time this is out, it will have happened already. But for those of you here, we'll be playing Deuce to Seven this this very week. That's, That's one of right. my favorite games. Some some of our premium members that get to join us here live in the recording every single week chatting with our guests and getting that kind of VIP info from John. Before and you know who's been late. playing the Deuce to Seven practice once? He can't play Wednesday because he has a different thing, a commitment on Wednesday nights. Bernard Lee has been mm. playing the last few Saturdays the Deuce to Seven. He says also, he says it's his favorite game as well. Deuce to Seven is his favorite game. So he's been playing. Uh, so it's been super fun to to be chatting with him. And he's just like, I love this. This is so much fun. So that's been pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. He didn't end up winning any. He didn't. <laughs> he finished pretty high, but no, I think he was top five on Wednesday night. But And he had the chip lead with like 10 left or something. I thought, here he goes. He's going to win this thing, but he did not. <laughs> Bernard, if you're listening, and I know you are, come see us on. <laughs> John at rec.poker. Oh, no. <laughs> well, good stuff. Anything else on the, on the home games front, John? Nope, I think we're good to go. Amazing stuff again. Chris, how about uh, membership side of things, content side? Uh, just getting ready for our March uh, content along with our uh, Heads Up tournament. Uh, we'll be talking uh, all March about betting patterns. So we'll have our seminar on the topic. Um, I, and I, I'm I'm really interested in this conversation. It's something I've been thinking about more and more is like, what can we learn about 
the way in which uh, typical betting patterns happen. Um, I think we can learn a lot about how to read various spots. Um, and so it, it, it should be a good conversation. I'm excited about that. Just not from, not even from the, the side of, um, you know, what are other people's betting patterns telling us or what insights can we get? Obviously that's helpful, but what are people learning about my betting? You know, what are people mm-hmm. assuming based on my betting patterns? Cause I know I do have certain patterns that I think are, are locked in enough to be leaks. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm very predictable in some of my betting patterns. And so I think I'm looking forward to that from learning what we can learn about other people so that I can understand what people are, are taking advantage of me on. Right. Right. Yeah. I thought the last, the last few, it's funny, the last few seminars you've done, uh, Chris, I love the way you are kind of stacking the topics on top of each other because I, when we were preparing to do draws, I thought this is going to be my favorite one. And then when we started doing tells, I was like, okay, well, this is, this is really important. Uh, I'm glad we did this. The last one on board texture, I think is actually my favorite and completely blew my mind. Like I learned a lot from working with you on that seminar. And uh, now that we're doing post line, post flop lines, I'm like, I, I just, I, I, this is going to be my favorite one. I can't wait. I, I I'm so excited so. for I this. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Get excited about this. <laughs> yeah. I got to find a podcast around a subject that I enjoy. Finally. So we got, we also have the Fareed Jan course going on. We've had a first, as of the time of recording, we had the first two sessions, fantastic stuff. Great dialogue. We're doing this other supplemental training side, great conversation. So that's been going great. Say Rob on the, so I'm trying to remember if now, you know, once Fareed is done, we start looking at the book studies again, have we already decided on the book? Or are we still, uh, still thinking through that? Do you need input from the rec poker nation? Kind of where are we at with book studies? Well, what I plan on doing, I've got 16 books. So I'm going to put Twitter surveys out there, uh, four books at a time. And so we'll, I'll end up with the top four, and then I'll do one last survey of those top four, and whichever one gets selected, that's what, the one we're going to go with. And I'll probably start putting those out this week. Love it. Sort of another bracket sort of approach. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Four by if four. I could, if I could figure out how to do a bracket on Twitter, I'd probably do it that way. But uh, <laughs> that I don't, really I, solid though. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna group them in groups of four, and then uh, the top four, the, you know, mm-hmm. the top four will go into the last group uh, survey, and whichever one we come up with, that's what everybody wants to wants to do. That's nice. the one we're gonna do. I love it. I love that. You know, we're putting as much as we can into the hands of you know the hands of all you guys out there that are listening because we want to we want to do whatever the people want to do, and so. I love that with the recce's people, you know, nominated names and they came up with the winners and now the book club and all that stuff. And I know Chris is open. We're all open to any feedback you guys have on ideas for blogs or for content or whatever. So please give us your, give us your thoughts. What do you want to hear more of? Uh, that stuff is all super helpful. Um, uh, yeah, maybe on Facebook the, too. Kim says on Facebook too. Sorry. Yeah. I don't have Facebook. I'm not a, I don't have a Facebook account. I don't plan on having a Facebook account. <laughs> I, I stay away from Facebook as much as I possibly can. So uh, if somebody wants to take what I do on Twitter and put it on Facebook, yeah. that'd be great. But I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not doing it. Okay, so <laughs> but somebody- honestly, that's, that's a great point though. Like if you're a fan of rec poker and you don't have 15 bucks a month to support us with premium membership, there's all sorts of great ways you can help out. Take something that Rob's putting out there on Twitter and put it out on Facebook. 
share it, like it, please rate the podcast. Uh, all that stuff helps us in ways that uh, it's kind of hard to see in real time, but it, it does help us out a lot for sure. Yeah. What, what I'm hearing is if somebody could please look at a tutorial on how to start a Facebook account and send that to Rob, that would be great. <laughs> no, 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 no. Rob loves <laughs> on Facebook. Um, so I, I could, I could figure out Facebook if I really wanted to. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Rob. The key Pretty is good. I don't Pretty want good. to right. <laughs> prove it. I don't blame prove it. it. Yeah. Well, we am, actually, I am we just at got... Bradman 50 on Twitter at Bradman 50. <laughs> That's I think where you're going to find me. No, I think I've said that in every podcast that we've done everywhere. I'm, I'm Radman 50 everywhere. <laughs> and up up here in Canada, we just got ICQ recently, so I'll put that out on that platform. Oh, nice! And maybe uh, nice. AOL man, a Messenger or something. <laughs> I got a bunch of new CDs in the in the mail. Nice. I can't wait to cool. load that up. Nice. Yeah, so we got it covered. <laughs> Rabman fifty. All right. So anything else, guys, for the good of the order? What else is going on? What else is about? Anything, guys? Well, I find loving life. Everything good. All right, well let's uh, let's wrap it up there. I'm not going to cue you too early, Jim. I'm going to cue you nice. at some point. That'll probably nice. be the long point. But guys, just go to Rec Poker. All of our stuff is out there. Sign up for the newsletter. I uh, will send out a weekly uh, this week in Twerp. Uh, you know, <laughs> this week in Rec Poker, uh, we send that out. So check that out. Thanks to our sponsors, uh, Running Aces, Racetrack, Casino, and Hotel. You guys are the absolute best. Uh, thanks to our thanks to our panel. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thanks to Star Valdez for joining us. Thanks to members of the chat. And we will see you all next week.